Welcome to the Simply Resilient Podcast, episode number 88, Resiliency Training Back to Basics Week 1. My name is Jesse Ellertson and I am a certified life coach and a military wife who is in the trenches of life with each of you. This podcast is for military wives who know how to handle the challenges of deployments and frequent trainings, but want to improve the experience that they are having in the process. If you are ready to thrive while your husband is away, then you are in the right place. Okay, you guys, I'm really excited about what we have coming up in the podcast over the next 12 weeks. I'm going to be releasing the audio of week one of each month of my 12-month course of resiliency training that I just created over the last year. You've heard me talk about resiliency training on the podcast before, and I'm making a few little changes to it. And one of those changes is that you can actually just buy the whole thing as a, a course that is released to you week by week over the course of a year. And these are video courses where each month has a specific theme, anything from money beliefs to buffering to decision-making, time management, relationships, self-confidence, just tons of great monthly themes. And then each month is broken down into four classes, four weeks of classes in that month all having to do with the theme of the month. And so to give you guys a little sampling of what resiliency training is like, for the next couple of months, I'm going to be releasing, like I said, the audio. So these are, just keep in mind, these are intended to be videos, but I'll be just putting the audio for week one of each month of resiliency training on my podcast. This way you guys can get a preview for what it's like, how we take the the content and we go a little deeper. And as you listen, I want you to imagine what it's like to be watching a video of me showing you everything that I'm talking about and teaching within the model. And some of the topics that we cover in resiliency training, I've already talked about here on the podcast, but intentionally on the podcast, I stay kind of at level one so that it's a great introduction to the topic. It gives you tons of good information and tools you can walk away with and apply that day. But in resiliency training, we go kind of into level two and level three where we really see how we can apply it into our lives. We look at it in models and there's just something about watching it on a video that really can take uh, your learning and your application of these concepts to the next level. So I just know that you guys are going to love it. And in order to sign up for resiliency training, you just go to my website, simplyresilient.net and get all the information there. And you can either sign up to coach with me and also get resiliency training, or you can just sign up to receive these weekly videos of resiliency training. And the one reason why I love the year-long timeline is because while deployments are all different lengths of time, a year is going to really support you no matter the length of your deployment. So if you're in a year-long deployment, then I've got you for that full year. If you have a six-month deployment, Then you've got some courses to get started as you're preparing for deployment and some courses that you'll finish up as you're figuring out reintegration. Either way, I just thought a year long was a really great length of time when it comes to the military life journey because we just measure things in years and I just think it's going to be really beneficial for you guys. The last thing I'll say before we get into this episode's content is that whether you are in a deployment or not, whether you are in the military or not, these courses are going to be helpful for you. Something that I know is really important that I offer my clients is that they know that I know what it feels like to go through what they're going through as far as military life and deployments are concerned. And that can be so powerful. But because of that power right there, 
I don't actually spend a ton of time talking about military life. I already know that you're going to take these concepts that I'm teaching you and apply them into your life individually, into your life specifically, and that you don't need me to talk to you about your military life. I'm going to talk to you about your brain, about your body, about your health, about your relationships, and you're going to use all of that information and all of that knowledge to enhance whatever experience you're having, whether it be a civilian life, a military life, a deployment season, whatever it is that you're going through. So I just like to add that in there because while my focus is military wives going through deployment, if you're like me in that moment, if you're a military wife like me in that moment, I already have more military in my life than I want there to be. And so I don't really want to get on a call with someone or listen to a class that's just all about more military stuff. I just want to talk to somebody who knows what it feels like to go through what I'm going through so that when that person gives me advice or counsel or is teaching me new information like I'm doing here with you, I know it's in that framework of I can do this and so can she and we all are like on the same page. We all get where each other's coming from. So I think that is just so valuable. Okay, I'm going to leave you at that and we'll just get right over to resiliency training back to basics week one. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Resiliency Training. This month, we are getting back to the basics. So in week one, we are going to go all in on talking about the model. For some of you, this will be your first time learning about the model. For some of you, this will just be like a great refresher and review. So let's let's dive right in. Okay, so as you can see, I've got the model up here. And at this point, hopefully you guys are really well aware of what this CTFAR self-coaching model is. This was developed by Brooke Castillo, who is uh, the owner of the Life Coach School, which is where I got my Life Coach certification, where I went to school. And it's what I love about it. I love so many things about it. But one of the things I love about it is that it's so simple. Like, this is why I call my business Simply Resilient. These concepts that I teach are so simple, almost as if you're remembering, as if you already knew it. I'm just like reminding you, right? But yet the application of the concepts are so powerful. So, so powerful. So I love how simple this is. I also love that it goes this way every time. Now that now that I see the world in models, I just... I just see my models. I see other people's models. When I'm reading a book, I see the models of what's going on (laughs) in the people in my book. I see, I just see the world in models now. And because I've decided that this, that seeing the world in models and believing in the model serves me, I am just all in you guys. I'm all in. And it has been amazing. It really helps me understand myself better, understand other people better, which was a huge one. I love understanding other people better and feeling more connected to them because I just realized like, oh, they're doing that thing because of what they're thinking and feeling. Oh, I'm, I just did that because of what I'm thinking and feeling. So I love that. I love the simplicity. I love the connection. I love that the model helps us slow everything down of what's going on in our brain. And the big one for me is that it removes all mystery. I used to have so many mysteries in my own head, Uh, mysteries, confusion, you can call it different things. What other people did would be mysterious to me, baffle me, confuse me. But now that I have the model, now that I understand life through the model, and now that I understand how our brains work so much better, there's no more mystery. I'm able to see like, oh, I may not like what they did. I may not like what I did, but it makes perfect sense. I love that sentence. Like, oh, it makes perfect sense. 
now I know exactly why they did that thing. Oh, that's, that's all just in my circumstance line. Like it just clears it up. Like, oh, when I think this, I'll always feel that way. And now I know exactly why I'm feeling this way. It's because of what I'm thinking. Here's why I'm getting this result because of what I'm doing. And I'm doing this because of what I'm feeling. And I'm feeling this because of what I'm thinking. So if this is your first time learning about the model, as you can see here, C stands for circumstances, T stands for thoughts, F stands for feelings, A stands for actions, and R stands for results. And this is like a, this happens in order, like in a sequence, okay? So like I said earlier, you may find in your life that, oh, it really feels like when you like observe something that you did, it really feels like I had a feeling and then I had a thought about the feeling. And you're going to maybe try to find ways that this order goes differently. But I'll just say to that, that it has really served me to always look for it to happen in this order. Because I want things to be really simplified, like simple and understandable and straightforward when I am working to understand my brain. I don't want it to happen like sometimes this way, sometimes this way. And, oh, this was the time where the action came first. Instead, I'm like, no, I have decided to believe that thoughts are always what precede our feeling and create our feeling. Feelings always come right before the action. I mean, we feel it while we're doing the action, but the feeling will always fuel the action and my actions will always create my results. Okay. Another thing to really understand about the model is that typically when we are either evaluating something that has happened, or we're kind of like in the middle of something, or we're anticipating something that has happened, we're pretty good at knowing one or two pieces of the model. So it's pretty easy to see like, oh, here's what I'm doing. But we're often, and this is usually accidental, usually we're unaware that we're ignoring how we're thinking and feeling. Or we're super aware of the results that we want to create, but we have no idea what to do to get there. Or we know exactly what we want to do, but every time we try to do it, we you know, stumble and fall and give up and we can't sustain the action we're trying to take. A big one um, in understanding like the difference between a circumstance and a thought is that we tend to uh, almost lump these together. So let me go through and just give you a little bit of the definitions of kind of each of these lines, and then I'll come back to that, what the point I was just making there. So if it's going to be in the circumstance line, it has to be a fact. I'm going to write that. And when I say that, what I mean is like everyone in the world would agree with what you have written there. Okay. You could prove it in a court of law. Now, some of you are going to want to like uh, kind of argue with me on some of this. Like if I put in a circumstance, you're like, that can't be proven in a court of law. I, these are these are your guidelines for setting your circumstances. What we're really trying to avoid, what, what, what can't happen if we want good, clean models that are going to help us understand our brain and help us, you know, move and go the way we want to go is that we can't have any opinions up here that we can't have um, anything from our story or our thoughts up in the circumstance line. It has to just be here are the facts, here is the setting, here is exactly what someone said. Like you can put what someone said, whether it's like verbally or in a text or in an email, but it has to be exactly what they said, like in quotes. Because what we tend to do in our thought line, in our storyline, in our opinion line is we'll say, and then they said that I was like the laziest person on earth. And what they texted you or said to you was, I've noticed that you've been like not quite getting your work done and we change it to like something dramatic and more intense and more offensive. So it's important that we really get in the circumstance line, like exactly what someone said. 
So when we're able to get really clear on what should go in the circumstance sign and be careful to not let any of our own like thoughts and opinions go in there. I, I want you to have thoughts about your circumstances. I just don't want you to put any of your thoughts about your circumstance in your circumstance line. It has to be, I, it doesn't have to be, I want it to be boring and just like a science project. Like you are just putting the facts that have been observed in that moment in that line. And the most important thing about the circumstance line that this is where all the power comes in is that everything in your circumstance line is neutral, which means that it's available to you to think any way you want to about what's in your circumstance line. Okay, so then moving on to the T line, our thought line, these are sentences the way our, we're not totally used to looking at our brain in sentences, but that's what we'll start to see when we, when we pull thoughts out and put them in a model is that typically our brain is speaking to us in sentences. I mean, sometimes they're one word sentences. Sometimes they're sentence fragments, but it's our story. It's our opinion. It's what we have decided to believe, decided to think and believe about our circumstance. That's why we need to get these two lines very clear because when we get them all mixed up and, and muddled together, that's when we, it's hard to make headway. So when I'm doing a coaching session and I always use the model in my coaching sessions, I always have my clients tell me, like, just start talking to me. Tell me everything that's on your mind about whatever they're wanting to get coached on. And that's, we call that a thought download or a brain dump. And I'm taking notes as they're talking. And then we we find out what the problem is. What are they making this mean? What we end up putting in our thought line that's usually causing us a problem, and that's why we're taking a look at it, is typically we're taking a neutral circumstance and we're making it mean something painful or uncomfortable or something that just is unproductive or doesn't serve us or makes us feel stuck. We're making it mean something when, like I said, it's available to think and believe anything you want to about it. And you can even think something painful and uncomfortable. We don't even have to change that. I just want you to see that your thought is optional and that all thoughts are available and whatever you decide to think it is in your power. Like often we think our thoughts are just like happening to us, but whatever you decide to think about your circumstances, what you're going to spend time believing about it. And it's going to create the rest of the model for you. So the thought line is critical. They're all super important, but this is where, this is like the core of mind management. That's why we call it thought work. Because it's all about understanding your thoughts, accepting them, realizing their power, tweaking them when you want to, and just realizing that our entire life is created by starting with the thought. It always starts with the thought. So I want to add that last thing I said, like what you're making your circumstance line mean. Okay, the next line is the feeling line. Now, while everything starts with the thought, where we get things done is in the action line. And the way we accomplish the actions we're wanting to accomplish is with the feeling. And another word for the feeling that I love to like correlate the two is the fuel. Our feelings fuel our actions. So our thought will always create our feeling and our feeling will always fuel our action. So it's really, really important to learn how critical and powerful and impactful choosing your feelings are. And we choose our feelings by choosing our thoughts. Does that make sense? So different thoughts will create different feelings. So once we realize that every, everything in our life really happens in the action line, this is what we can see. This is how we get our results. This is what's apparent to other people. This is what we're seeing in other people. It's all in the action line. 
and our fe our feelings are what's going to create that action line. So this is where we can see like the feelings are just so important. So our feelings are our fuel. Our feelings are what's another way I like to talk about the feeling line is when we understand that our feelings are so important to us. And actually the only reason I, I didn't totally used to understand this and Brooke Castillo would say this and I would try to wrap my mind around it. And now I really understand what she was saying. I mean, it's not a con when I say like, I didn't understand it at first, what I mean is she said it and I was like, Oh yeah, that sounds nice. Then over time it's really sunk in what it means. So it's not that it's complex, but she would say the only reason that we ever do anything is because of how we think it will make us feel. We're always attempting to create feelings and that's why we try to do things so that we can feel better or feel safer or feel stronger or whatever. So we're getting it a little bit backwards because the action comes after the feeling. And we tend to think, oh, like I just had a session with a client and she said, I'm just sure if I could just get more work done, I'd start to feel better. And while that is true, it's the model after the model. It's like the first model is, uh, intentionally creating the way you're thinking and feeling to then create the action line of getting more work done. And then the next model is I got so much work done. And then you feel better. Like you think to yourself, I'm getting so much work done. I'm so productive. And then you feel better. And so we get that confused where it's the model right after the model. Instead, we think when I got a lot of work done and we see the action lines very clear to us, then I started to feel better. And we think that our feelings come from the actions we take. That is so human to think that. So if that, if you catch yourself thinking that, just be like, oh, that's so interesting. That's so human. But all the power is in, again, always starting with the thought, realizing the feeling is what's going to fuel the action and it will always come first. And when we realize we want to feel a certain way rather than trying to create it with our action line, instead create it with our thought line, which will then produce the action we're wanting to take. That's what it means to start with the thought. How we feel. It's so important to us. And it's why we think or do anything we do is to try to feel better or in any certain way. And so to be onto ourselves when we think that the action is going to create how we feel instead say, oh, it's my thoughts that always create my feelings. That's another thing that the model, a gift that the model gives us. So we're going to put a little heart around this one to kind of keep this going. Well, that's a kind of a diagonal heart, but totally fine. Okay. So now moving on to the action line. So the action is where it all happens, right? That's when we take our actions or, or inaction, right? So sometimes if we're evaluating something in the past that maybe we didn't like how it went, we might see like, here are some of the things I did and here are some of the things I didn't do. And all of that can go in the action line. And it's important to understand when it comes to working things in the model that there's lots of different kinds of models we can run. There's models on, like I said, you know, things that are happening right now. There's models on things we catch ourselves doing every day. There's models on things that just happened one time, but it was terrible. There's models on things that we're hoping to create. There's models on things of like our big dreams. We can run a model on um, a place we're feeling stuck, a place we're feeling confused, a place we're ready to change, a place we have like been too afraid to try, like an area in our lives where we've been too afraid to try something. So we don't even know what it would look like in a model, right? There's just, you can run a model on anything. So sometimes when I talk about it, we often coach on things that are, have been problematic for us, but there is just as much ability and desire to write models, to understand what we're anticipating doing, what we're hoping to do, what we're dreaming of creating. So you'll hear me talk about it in all those kinds of ways. So in the action line, this is where... This is where the how lives. 
typically when we know there's something we want, we'll often say, but like, I just don't know how to do it. I don't know how to get there. So this is the how, this is what we actually are going to do to make something happen. And like I said before, it's also inaction, what we do or what we don't do. Inaction can go in this line. And one thing I like to mention about this line is this is the one for me that is the most visible, right? The easiest to observe. And we're used to observing it. We didn't, we didn't really know that's what we were doing, observing our action line. But sometimes we, because of how um, straightforward the action line is, or because of how obvious it is at times, sometimes we don't realize how important the action line is. Every, every line's important. Can you tell? (laughs) But, um, but the action line is so interesting because we tend to want to almost like dismiss it because, well, obviously we know what to do, right? Like I know what to do, but then we'll catch ourselves being like, if I know exactly what to do, why aren't I doing it? If this is so simple, why isn't it working? You know, so the action line can get even like a little discouraging for us. Like, for example, say you're trying to lose weight. So your desired result is to like weigh a certain amount. Your current circumstance is your current weight. And you know exactly what to do to lose weight. You know, whatever works for your body, but basically be more healthy by exercising a little bit more, by eating, you know, healthier foods, by just being more intentional by meal planning. Like, you know exactly what to do in order to lose weight, especially if you've tried it before and you know what works well with your body and your personality. And we set about doing those actions. And then we say like, but it's not working. Why did it work for them, but not me? Why did it work for me before, but not now? And again, that's back to that mystery that I love that the model just solves for us. And typically we get so focused, like it's easy to get a little bit over-focused here. It's easy to get over-focused here. And we're, we, when we get over-focused on something, we tend to ignore the thought and the feeling. When this is where we need to start, this is everything, okay? So that's a little bit more in the action line. And then the result line is pretty magical because it's interesting to look at our lives and results. I hadn't really done this before, at least so intentionally, to say like, what result do I currently have? What result have I created for myself in the past? What result am I hoping to create? Like, what's the finished end done result? What is my current result? Like I never ask myself those kinds of questions and it just puts this kind of new lens on your life, which is pretty interesting. So the result line is often pretty, pretty directly tied to the thought line. And you'll see that as I run models in my other videos, that often what you're thinking, you'll see in your result line, you'll see evidence of it in your result line. But one thing that I really love to teach my clients about the result line, this was also taught to me by Brooke Castillo, is that when you start to understand and believe, which can take some time and that's okay, that you can put anything you want in the result line as far as a desired result, something you're wanting to create in your future, that's pretty mind-blowing. That's when every, like we say little things like nothing's impossible, you know, we can do it. But particularly, it has to be something you actually do want to create, right? But just that the result line is wide open for anything you truly want to put there. And if you put it there, you can use the model to see exactly how you would create it for yourself. That's a really like opening, that's a door opening concept because it just means, it just brings all the power and all the like empowerment back right here to you, which is so great. I love that about the model. So the last thing that I want to touch on, because I I do want to keep this video pretty, pretty basic today, especially if, again, this is your first exposure to the model. So I want to talk about just a few rules of the lines 
and a little bit about some of your options for running models. Now, in week four of this month, we're going to get into like self-coaching, where I'll really walk you through what a self-coaching session looks like. Because like I said, this is the CTFAR model, or it can be called like the self-coaching model. And it's one of my favorite parts about this is that the emphasis while working with the life coach is incredible. There's also a real emphasis on how you coach yourself, the self-coaching aspect of it. We use the model to coach ourselves. So good. Okay. So one rule of this that I've already talked about is that this has to be facts. Another little rule about the T line is that it really should just be, you can say one sentence, but sentences can get a little long. So really it's just one thought. We don't want to have multiple thoughts in our thought line, or it starts to get a little hazy and hard to, to follow or stick with. The only time I, I break all of these rules, by the way. <laughs> so anyway, I, I, these are all rules to keep your model super clean and understandable and make like the most headway. But I sort of have reasons for breaking my rules and I'll tell you what those are. So sometimes I'll put a couple of different thoughts because I like to have multiple options for myself to use in that moment when I'm wanting to think a new thought that will create a new feeling. And it kind of depends on how I'm feeling that day and exactly what's happening in the circumstance I'm that like this one might fit a little more or this one might fit a little more. So anyway, the, the rule of the thought line is to just have one thought, but I'll show you how I break that rule. And, and I don't have multiple thoughts in one sentence, but I sometimes have multiple options for a thought I would try to use in that moment. A rule for the feeling line is that there should just be one feeling. And I sort of break this rule as well when I'm coaching people and when I'm coaching myself, because I like to almost like brainstorm feelings at first and get three or four in there of ones that uh, I noticed I was feeling or ones I want to feel. You know, whenever you're asking yourself, okay, what was I feeling? Oh, what do I want to feel? I'll put two or three or four in there and then I'll narrow it down to one. So it is very powerful to move forward with just one feeling. But if you need to start with a couple to really narrow in on the feeling that is going to resonate with your brain. In the action line, you can put tons, like sky's the limit. You can have a few, you can have a lot. Usually really filling in that action line is going to be helpful. As well as in the circumstance line, you can list out all the facts. And in fact, and in fact, the more facty you get, if you really make it super factual, super boring, that's really going to show your lower brain like, there's no option for my opinion up here. This is, these are the facts. And then one important rule of the result line is that other people can't be in your result line. You're the only one allowed in this, in this result line because we don't create other people's results. Everyone gets to keep their own models. We get to keep our own models and we're the only one that goes in the result line. So that's really important. Okay. The last tip that I want to give you before we um, wrap up this video for week one is that a really cool aspect of the model is you can start anywhere. So typically, we just start at the top and work our way down. That's a common way to do it. Another really awesome place is to start at the bottom and work your way up. And I've sort of shown you that a little bit. If you know the result you created or if you know the result you want to create, then you would say, okay, what would I need to do to create that result? Okay, now I know what I need to do. Okay, now what would I need to be feeling to fuel that action? Okay, now I see the feeling I'm wanting to create. Okay, now what would I need to be thinking and feeling? Sorry, what would I need to be thinking and believing? Like thinking, we're not trying to just shove a thought on ourselves that is unbelievable to us. We need to find a thought that our brain is like, okay, are you sure? Okay, okay, I can believe that. Like it can be a stretch, 
but we need our brain not to reject it. Okay. So that's where it takes a little bit of, sometimes it takes a few stepping stones to get there. Like you can't start at this really aggressive, uh, hard to believe model. Sometimes you want to just take like the next step just to work away from the one that's not serving you. But then you'll just ask yourself, what do I need to be thinking to feel this? And then your circumstance line is whatever it is that you're working on, whether it's a goal or, you know, anything like that. So then you can start at the top and work your way down, bottom and work your way up. Or you can say, like I said in the beginning, okay, the only thing I know is how I'm feeling. I'm super stressed. I don't know why. I don't, I don't even know what I'm doing. I don't know what result it's creating for me. I just know that I'm crazy stressed right now. Okay. So you can just start right in the middle and write the word stressed and then say, okay, when I'm stressed, what do I do? And ask yourself that question. Okay. I do these things and you write that out. So then you've got two pieces of the model. Then you can say, okay, well, let's get some circumstances in here. And then you can say, well, what is the current result in my life that isn't working for me from feeling all this stress? Like what, what does that create? When I feel stressed and I do this, what result is that creating for me? And then you can kind of come up and fill in the last one. So you can even jump all around. That's another awesome part of the model because it's so flexible and it's so simple and it's so understandable and so usable. So the reason why I wanted to spend this month just going back to basics and kind of re-explaining all these tools that we use that are right at the core of everything I teach is because once you're able to believe in this stuff, which is just you deciding to, to believe that it's true, you deciding to keep you making the decision to keep on thinking these thoughts, you're able to make so much headway in your in your uh, personal development and in your emotional health and your mental health. And where the way that belief comes is it, for me, it starts with understanding. You work to understand something and then that will lead to believing in it. Now we, we say a belief comes from a thought you've decided to keep on thinking, but understanding is what supports that process. As you work to understand something, you will be able to more easily spend time thinking it. And the more you think it, the stronger the belief gets. So that is what we are seeking for this month is a solid understanding in all of this to strengthen your belief in all of this so that you don't spend time arguing with it or arguing with yourself or resisting or rebelling against any of this. Instead, you're just all in. That part's done and you can just start to work on your life and your thoughts and your brain and your relationships and make tons of headway. So that is what I have for you guys this week and I'll talk to you next week. Ready to take what you are learning here on the podcast to the next level? Then check out my new video course, Resiliency Training. This year-long course of weekly video classes is the perfect way to increase the efforts that you are already making when it comes to improving your deployment experience and making your mental health a priority. We can all use a little help sometimes to get through the difficulties of military life, and that's exactly the boost this course will give you. Sign up on my website, simplyresilient.net. I can't wait to work with you.